0: Just go to indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Good morning, everybody. This will be one of two times you hear it. Uh Giannis has signed an extension for three years. He is a buck until 26 27. And then if he chooses 27, 28, it is a massive story. I recorded this podcast before the news came out. I got to stop doing this. Every time I record my podcast and think I'm fine because, uh, you know, Monday night I'm doing CBS, uh, you got, you got football to watch, got a basketball draft. I thought, let's bang this pot out, get it published. Nothing will happen. I thought, could anything Packers happen? No. Could anything Brewers happen? No, we're still waiting on council. Can anything Bucks happen? No, no, no. Forgot that maybe today was the day that Giannis could sign the extension, and it was. So we'll start there. The only problem with this is that I do talk to Evan Heffelfinger later about the Bucks, but we, in that conversation, say uh, he's not going anywhere. So techni- I'm really I didn't have to do anything. But as the news broke, I was actually on CBS Sports Radio, coming back from a break, found the news. So I do have thoughts on it. And I do want to share what I shared with the national audience. I'll share that with you. And that'll start the podcast. Then Tim Shea. Then Evan Heffelfinger. Giannis, I told you guys. I saw him at swimming. A story I'm going to bring up again. I told you guys he wasn't going anywhere. So some news over the break. The Milwaukee Bucks have extended Giannis Kumpo for another three years. This will be in addition to the contract that he has already signed. So he is now, pen to paper, going to be a Milwaukee Buck through the 26-27 season. And then there is a player option on the 27-28 season. And that will be around the time when the Bucks are probably looking rebuild anyway, because every pick that they have in that period has been traded elsewhere uh, for the next three years after that to try to make sure that they can uh, win with Giannis as much as possible. And that is going to be the goal. So, for everybody again who was knocking down the doors and trying to, you know, headline their way and Photoshop their way to get Giannis out of Milwaukee, it is just not going to happen. It is just not going to happen. There have been three different times now where he has signed an extension to stay with Milwaukee. And after that first contract, I think people thought he needs to play somewhere else. After the second one, people thought certainly he wins a title. Okay, where else does he want to go? I don't think there's anywhere else he does want to go, and why would there be? Giannis has the perfect situation in Milwaukee. He has a team that is committed to him. He is committed to the team. The city is committed to him. He is committed to the city. Look, if Giannis goes somewhere, so this is what I went back to. I I, should have broken this news three weeks ago that he was going to sign. Because I in Milwaukee have boots on the ground, my boots on the ground of a swim class where my kid goes to swimming lessons. And one time I was there in the last month, and Giannis was there with two of his boys. And guess who bothered him? Guess who made his life hell? Guess who wouldn't leave him alone? Literally nobody. It was just like, Giannis is here. Giannis is one of the people of the town. Once you're in a place for 10 years, you know, oh, was, oh my god, it's Giannis. People were texting each other. Oh my god, it's Giannis. One kid asked for a picture, you know, he gave it to him. I of course was a little too bashful to go introduce my son, but it was it was just like a nice moment of this is my city. I live here. It's comfortable. I have a family here. I work here. Okay, essentially, I play basketball here and I want to win. The thing that drives me if I'm Giannis more than anything is winning. I just want to win. And I just want to if I'm not winning I want to know that we're doing everything we can to win. Okay, and he said those words again this off season, which a lot of people think is what spurred the trade for Damian Lillard. What spurred the trade for Damian Lillard is that that philosophy that Giannis has, the front office has already. John Horst, the general manager, has already. They're not waiting around, resting on their laurels, waiting for Giannis to say, uh, "Guys, I want to win." before they do something and make a move. They are right there with Giannis. And Giannis has always said that the quotes that he has are always, if this team is committed to winning as much as I am, then there's, then I want to be here. Those are the quotes that he always has. And the team has always shown that they are that committed, that they do want to win. So it's always just, he gets asked a question. He answers it. Honestly, people go into a panic and they think that Giannis is trying to force his way out. When meanwhile, the Bucks have been on the same timeline and mission as Giannis this entire time. When they went and traded for Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard is under contract for about the similar duration, uh, that showed Giannis that, look, we're going to try to do it and we're going to get this guy that's going to completely open things up for you and make it a game changer and really give you another in this next stage of your career, you're going to have the ability and freedom and space that you typically wouldn't have. We love Drew Holiday. We will miss him just fine. Uh, We love all these guys, but we are going to try to continue to be a championship team. We won with that group once. We're not entirely sure we're going to do it again. We think there's a better way to do it, and so we're going to bring in Damian Lillard. We'll keep the guys that have been contributors. We're drafting a little younger. We made a change at head coach. We are trying to win. You give us your all as you have. We give you you our all. I mean, essentially, the Bucs could say the same thing to Giannis. They could say, hey, we're committed to winning, are you? And, and that would be blasphemous. That would be ridiculous. If the Bucs came out and said, we're committed to winning, Giannis, are you? People would go crazy. But that's essentially what the what Giannis is saying to the Bucs and why it's so crazy and why the Bucs can say it is because they've always been on the same path with each other. The threat of Giannis leaving has never been as intensified as people across the country think it is. Because the Bucs, since they realized what Giannis was, have made it an organizational mission to never let him leave. Never let this guy leave. They know what he has done for them. This was a franchise mired in not even mediocrity for 30 years. He helps them build a new arena. Interest in the team is higher than it's ever been. Tickets are insanely expensive. Not always a good thing, but a sign of, you know, who wants to get to these games they are the hottest ticket in town, and it's incredible. And Giannis is a big reason for that. And now adding Damian Lillard, and now you know I believe they should be the favorites in at least the Eastern Conference. I don't know. Are the, are the Celtics going to sign Peyton Pritchard to a deal tomorrow, and suddenly like they won up the Bucks? Is that what's going to happen? I, I mean, because because that's kind of what's happening. Don't let the rumors fool you. The Bucks are going to be fine defensively. They have depth, and they've got two of the best players. In the NBA. So don't let any of this other stuff fool you. Why I'm a little surprised is Giannis at his press conference said, I love money uh, because he could sign and get more money, longer deal, a little more money if he waited another year. But he has chosen not to do that. He has chosen to instead take the money now, get the contract now and, uh, and be a buck for the next couple of years. So Interesting developments, uh, you know, very exciting stuff, very neat to see, and I think that it's going to be a nice kind of boost for Milwaukee. Who uh, I'm not even sure they need one now. When I talked to you guys on Friday, I we were talking that one of their assistant coaches got mad that he got yelled at by the head coach, so he had to he had to step away from the team. Um, But but I think this will, you know. Assuage any news of that. If anyone was worried that maybe um, Giannis wasn't going to be happy with that, seems like he's happy just fine. They had until midnight on Monday night to complete the deal. They met Sunday in Chicago, worked through the details, and uh, got it done. And they got it done. So Giannis Adetacumpo signing an extension his salary in 2526 will be 57 million dollars which currently replaced a 51 million dollar option then he's got a 62 million dollar contract in 2627 and then in 2728 it's a 66 and that is the year of the player option so the bucks i mean they are all in this is they always make these trades they never have assets uh, they certainly they certainly are all in the Bucks are going to be paying in 26, 27. They'll be giving Dame 63 million and Giannis 62 million. So the, uh, well, that's Dame's player option, but assuming he locks into that Dame's under contract 25, 26. And then there's a player option the next year. Giannis. Now this puts him through 27, 28 with that final year being a player option, but Giannis signing an extension in Milwaukee. Nobody thought it would happen once. Nobody thought it would happen twice. Nobody would thought it would happen a third time. Lo and behold, here we are. Hashtag Bucks and Six.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data, Good morning, everybody.
1: We got a fun little episode planned for you here on the Bart Winkler Show. Tim Shea will give us his shakeaways and his "I'm sick ofs." I don't know. We'll find out. Tim Shea back on the show today, and Evan Heffelfinger will catch up with Evan. Some thoughts around the smorgasbord that is Wisconsin sports these days, but mainly we will. Talk some NBA and get ready for the Bucks, and think what would actually have to happen for the Bucs not to win a championship. I know that the national media says what they say, but we say what we say. And we say that um, we are setting ourselves up for another possible heartbreak with the expectations levied on this Bucks team. NBA starts tonight and the Bucs start on Thursday. We will have a live show on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream, as always, for, I'll say, most Bucks weeknight games. That's certainly the plan. Uh, maybe a, a weekend game here or there. Some Sundays we'll start to do. There might be games where I got something else, or like if they're playing the Pistons and the game wraps at 8.15 and I'm on CBS Sports Radio, I guess we'll have to uh, chat another day. But uh, everything tentative. I, st- I don't even still know when I'm working the rest of the week. So everything tentative in this uh, full-time, part-time life that I'm trying to live here. Uh, and I do want to thank my wife and son for allowing me to follow my dream of working as little as possible, but still having my voice out in the ether. So thank you. So the Packers lose. And I think the prevailing thought is, for me, what I had coming into the game, what I have coming out of the game. And frankly, I just think that they have screwed up in a colossal way. I think this this year was we want to know if Jordan Love's good or not. Is Jordan, is Jordan Love good or not? I don't know. He's shown some good. He's shown some bad. He's shown some he can improve that. He's shown some, oh, that's a problem. But if the whole point of 2023 was to find out if Jordan Love is good, why are we also trying to find out if Luke Musgraves is good? Why are we trying to find out Grave? Why are we trying to find out if this offensive line is good? Why are we trying to find out if Christian Watson is good? Why are we trying to find out all these things at the same time? If they're really trying to find out if Jordan Love is good, then they should know, like, you know, when you do an experiment and you have one thing that's constant. And then you introduce variables, you're not you can't you can't get a result if you've got 15 variables, and that's what they have. And so blame the Packers for putting together the team the way that they did, because we're not going to get the best answer. Basically, for us to say Jordan Love is good, he's got to be really good and then overcome the problems of everybody else. So he's almost got to be great just so that we can think he's maybe above average. There's a big curve here. And I know that when I start the post-game show and say, there are some people with a very anti-Jordan Love narrative that are really, really trying to hammer it home. I see a guy named Ross Uglum really tweeting the way I'm tweeting about LaFleur. He's tweeting about this guy. And I just, I I, I don't think that the Packers, and so someone said to me, Bart, you have a pro-Jordan Love narrative. I have a narrative of I want to know if this guy's good or not. I want to know if this guy's good or not. They invested a lot into him. They picked them at a time when they should not have. His that pick and that draft strategy may have cost the team a Super Bowl. I've talked about that because you took the first rounder, you traded a pick, so you took AJ early, you took the the Guara early. Who knows? Like who knows the other pieces that you could have? Maybe that doesn't happen. Then maybe Rogers and Devontae are still here, or maybe Rogers doesn't get re motivated. We don't know. I just don't think that that was the right pick at the right time. Now that we're here. I want to know if it was at least good. So show me an environment where he can be good. And I just think it is way too soon to say someone is definitively a certain way. Like I definitively said, we've got another one after he beat the Bears. But that was, that was more of a verse the Bears thing than it was like me thinking he's a Hall of Famer. I don't think Jordan Love's. All of Famer if he is cool. But I don't I don't I don't think that the Packers have given him the best environment to uh to see that, "Hey, hey Michael Phelps, how fast of a swimmer are you?" "Oh, I'll show you." Where's the pool? Oh, no pool. Go swim in those choppy waters over there. And there, and and there's and there's sharks and jellyfish. So then it's more about surviving than it is seeing make these good. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to use that on CBS uh, and use it elsewhere. Steal it. I don't care. Just trace it back here. Timestamp. Taping on Monday afternoon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty smart. I think I what I just said was pretty smart. So I'll leave on a Costanza high note. Here's a voicemail from Matt in the Falls. Matt in the Falls got some criticism as well on the stream. Uh, and he wants to address that as he is prone to do. Four zero two nine one bart voicemails brought to you by Carl's Place. Carl of ET.com backslash Bart. It's golf simulator season, and if you would have installed one in the summer, it'd be up and ready by now, but they can get you a pretty quick turnaround time. Tell them what you want. They'll get that in your house. Go buy a golf simulator. All right, here's Matt.
3: Hey, Bart, it's me. Um, just a random thought um, on the Packers in the state of everything. Um, so I was wearing my Jordan love Jersey yesterday and somebody on stream said something about, um, about the Jersey and, um, how I, w- I w- should be embarrassed to wear it or something. And, um, you know, other, you know, it might not have been the best use of $130. We'll see. Time will tell, but, um, it doesn't really, to me, it's not about whether or not Jordan love is good to me. The Jersey says, I wanted off the Aaron Rodgers ride. That's that's what I did. I got off. I want nothing to do with him. He can go take up all of his jumbo. Hmm. Want the love jersey? I am a Green Bay Packer fan. That's what that jersey says. Green Bay Packers
1: over any individual person. Goodbye. Absolutely. That's what it means to hashtag carry the G uh here is Doug
3: hey Barks Doug oh what a disgrace uh I think the Jordan Love era is
1: over man Doug. they
3: gotta put that other quarterback in and see if they can salvage some kind of season at, I don't know I don't know if the floor has to go but it's just this this was just awful he can't just throw a a ball up there on fourth down and ugh. Disappointment, Bart. Oh, well. Have a good uh, show. Um, I guess you're going to have a show right after the game, so I won't be listening. I don't get online, so have a good show anyway. Bye.
1: Well, I think it was a fine show, and, Doug, that is – come on, dog. So, Sean Clifford is not going to be getting starts here unless Jordan Love uh, takes a voluntary trip to Mars or some shit. That's not happening. And it's very like a fan base to do that. The, the salvage the season, I do want to salvage the season. I don't want to salvage the season by getting Sean Clifford to win playoff games. Now, it does bother me that Tyson Bajan was good. Not that he was good. Congratulations to him. High tide lifts all boats. But Bears fans can say, oh, look what he did. And also, look what he did. I don't know. There was more loose list, more freeness. Why are we, we 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 got the we got the kitty bite we got the kitty wheels on we got the training wheels on, just let them play let Jordan Love play if you're gonna restrict them like I said what was the point, what's the point of doing this, let Jordan Love play, let let the Packers play now Jordan Love did play on that third and twenty where he threw an interception and uh, a lot of people sharing a screenshot of AJ Dillon being wide open. And that is, that, is a, that is a question I would have for Jordan. I'd say, we're, we're throwing deep a lot when we don't need to be. Why? Why are we throwing in the double coverage a lot? Maybe it's a thing where Rodgers didn't want to throw a pick because Favre threw a bunch of them, and Rodgers wanted to be more careful with the ball. And Love is thinking the other way, thinking Rodgers was too careful with the ball. I, you know, maybe, maybe one's affecting the other. And I think it's also unfair, but this is the what this is the situation he was drafted in. We should be able to have a 20 minute conversation about Jordan Love without saying the names Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. And I don't know that that's happened yet. I mean, he's going to be constantly compared to these two guys and he's not in nearly the environment that he should be. So yeah, I wish he was playing better. Uh, I wish that LaFleur when he gives a post-game interview to Larry McCarron, didn't look like he had tears in his eyes. Wear glasses at least, dude. My god. Like I've seen a lot of video in the post-game where LaFleur pumps these dudes up. Okay? And I it's awesome. I get I get fired up. But then if he's coming in after losses looking like Bambi's mom. Or is she the one that I never actually seen Bambi. Why would I watch it? I just I'm told how awful the ending is. Why Why would I watch it then? So I don't know. Big mess. Big mess. A big mess of shit with our beloved green and gold. You know uh, that's why Basement Dave says brisket Sundays. Hey, if you want to grill <laughs> Omaha Steaks, guys, go to OmahaSteaks.com. Type Bart in the search bar and get some delicious packages at Omaha Steaks. Guys, you got to be start thinking about. Christmas gifts. The, this is a great Christmas gift. I've been doing it forever uh, with my grandpa. Although I uh, they are both. They passed away. So I, I used to do it with him. Um, the butchers cut filet mignons, the chicken breasts, the pork chops, the steak burgers, gourmet franks, the seasoning. They've got a site-wide sale at least 50% off all their packages. Use the code BART. Get all that. And a uh, slight upgrade can get you some more stuff but it's a real good deal and free shipping included. So check it out. OmahaStakes.com, Bart in the search bar. Good God. That's Tim shade's music. I have music. Yeah. Well, it's your shakeaways. We got to get your badger shakeaways. I'm excited.
4: Ooh. Yeah. For
1: those big dub for the badgers, but we're on the subject of the Packers and uh, you you don't have shakeaways for the Packers today. You've got no,
4: we're going to call them. I'm sick ofs. I'm sick ofs. Wow. Okay. What are you sick of Tim? I'm sick of the Packers starting out slow, not scoring in the first quarter. First half, even six points in the last four
1: weeks. Uh, in the first half, no touchdowns.
4: Terrible, terrible. I'm sick of the conservative play calling, too. It seems like the first couple of games, it was more of like, a, let's just throw the ball down the field and see what happens. Now it's, a, you know, a screen pass here, a one-yard pass here. However, however, I did like that little, was it Nick's or some, whoever. Jordan Love passed it, and it was a double
1: pass. Don Wick. See, <laughs> you works. you see, you fell into the exact trap. That I talked about yesterday, where Lafleur's offense stinks, mm-hmm. but there's going to be there's one flashy play, so it's like, what do you mean? I, I I'm very clever.
4: Oh yeah, I fell into that, didn't I? Yeah. Um, I'm sick. You of- and every other Pamela in this state. Hey 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 hey. Um, can we get a new kick returner? You don't like I'm Nixon? S- no he he had he had one. It was like it's like a, a squirrel find a blind squirrel finding nuts. He had one good year. And then he almost the kickoff where they called him out of bounds, he was gonna return that. Yeah, he won. Or to. attempt to return that. Well I'm we never know. Of, he could have busted a seam, you don't I'm know. S- I'm sick of him. Wow. Frankly I'm sick of the Packers. Just going into dead I, I guaranteed this win to many people. I thought oh, they. Oh no! Were gonna, what, I thought, what's, the, what's the? I got to pay up on some bets. So. Oh, I'm sure you do. I I went into this game guaranteeing it. I I Denver's a bad bad team, but uh, like you said yesterday, I uh, I guess we're going to be replaced. Denver's replaced with the Packers.
1: Uh, we're no Denver's no longer the laughing stock.
4: No, we are. One hundred percent.
1: So those are your I'm sick ofs.
4: Yeah, for now. You know what I'm sick of? Me? No. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sick what and tired of
1: having to eke my way through life. Oh, boy. I'm sick and tired of being a nobody. Most you're of not, all, you're, I'm you're sick and tired of having
4: nobody. Oh, Bart, you have me. <laughs> Aspen it is, Lloyd.
1: So how you been, Timmy?
4: Other than the Packers, I've been great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, waiting. You know what I'm waiting for? I'm I'm waiting for Craig Council news. And I kind of agree with you. The more and more this plays out and the longer it goes, the more and more I think he's out of here. So what would be a delay? Are we, are we negotiating? Is there,
1: is he holding out for some money? Is he trying to use the Mets job against
4: the Brewers in terms of I can get I, paid here. I think they're going back and forth. I think he's going back and forth between the Brewers and Mets and saying, this is what they're offering me. Oh, hold on. You have a phone call? I don't know how to mute this.
1: Is there news breaking? Is the news calling? Tim just answered the tip line. I guess they didn't want to talk to me. Oh, do people call the tip line? Mm-hmm. What do they say? Like, I saw this guy. He looks suspicious outside my gas station.
4: Or like, there's a police presence, so-and-so, and there's nothing at all going on.
1: Yeah, this, this, these kids are outside on their skateboards, and I just, is there
2: a curfew in in Wauwatosa these days?
1: Nothing like that? Nothing. Nothing. Well, no selling me. Um, okay. So you want to talk Brewers? Wow.
4: No, no, no. I'm just saying that that's my only comment. Were you the one that suggested to me that
1: he counsel might be trying to not just negotiate his salary, but negotiate the payroll as well, where he says, I'll come back. Get me more than this.
4: this, Yes. He, He he's got to,
1: I like, I like Blake Perkins as much as the next guy, but When there's Cody Bellinger's out there every year, we've got to do something. Mm -hmm. We can't just sign the guys that you like their trading cards. Yeah, exactly. Or you want your kids to meet.
4: Hey, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, but I'm just saying. I think there's a lot of back and forth right now going on because we're over the fact that the season's over with and he, he needs time with his family. We're over that. Oh, wow. So... Coming from a real family man. Hey, my old job's open at, at the stadium. Again? Are you going to take it? No. Come on. What is the official title? Well, they renamed it. It's like executive producer now.
5: <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> of like in-game content? Yeah. Hmm. Well. What was, did you ever have a, a, a screw up so bad where you like put a picture of Hitler on the scoreboard or, or nothing, nothing that bad. <laughs> Jesus. Hold on. Hold on. Keep talking. I gotta, I gotta say something. All right. Tim's talking to somebody a uh, good reminder about our good, good buddies about HappyPlaceHemp.com uh, and happy place hemp, the store, you can check them out in Muskego college court, right across from Maddie's in new Berlin uh you know border wars but happyplace hemp.com the promo code is bart how did your dog how's your brother's dog doing
4: well that one died
1: oh shit <laughs> well hopefully he had a good final few days
4: we got a new one there's a new one i don't know if they're gonna give him the <laughs> the uh, the stuff yet but they have it i okay. did refer though someone there and um for their dog no for them oh. to get the sleep time oh yeah cbd cbn so, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so i'm hoping it turns out i haven't heard an answer yet at how they worked out yet so i heard over the last week that um he went in there and they they he bought some stuff and they gave him a free sample too so wow yeah wow how about that so chris and rob yeah he was ordering from one place, and he. I told him to go, and I said, go to this place. It's local. It's right down the road. 25% off every time. Yeah.
1: Free packaging, promo code BART, free shipping. I've kind of been, I've kind of, uh, the, the nighttime ones are still, you know, put those on a desert island if I have five items, but I've been doing a little Delta 9 action this week. Ooh, okay. Yeah,
4: we're
5: just
1: living a little. All right, I'm just living a
4: little bit uh, here. All right, all right. So I need some uh, shakeaways, shakeaways.
5: From I shakeaways from the Badgers.
4: Shakeaways from the Badgers because they came back and won. How about that fourth quarter? Did not see that coming. I was re- I was ready to give you more. Uh, I'm sick of with this team.
1: Should Braylon Locke have been starting all season? Ah, uh, he
4: actually looks like a quarterback. Can you believe that? Give me your shakeaways. Um. Well. Braden Locke, why wasn't he starting all season?
1: No. Come on. No. Come on. Guys, Mordecai is good. He just came here and wasn't good.
4: I know he's good. I watched him last year. Yeah, he might be good in a non-Power 5 conference. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I was just stat padding from DraftKings. Um, Another shakeaway, the biggest shakeaway probably of the year is my vacation is coming up. This week, yeah,
1: Tim's been uh, had this vacation set for a long time. The Badgers Ohio State game,
4: even though he's gone to Madison several times, since. correct? Um, it's a night game. I, Is that what you wanted? It's a night game, Halloween weekend. I'm not going to say they're going to win, but I think they're going to keep it close. Ohio State does not impress me. Oh, people were pissed at me. Why? So,
1: you know what happens sometimes when I do these? Uh, shakeaways. Mordecai had a game. He had nine touchdowns
4: in last year. Again, power five versus non-power five makes a big difference. It was against Houston. Well, I guess Houston now is in the Big 12. Yeah. And UCF. Did you just find that out this weekend? I just, you know, it's just kind of a reminder like when Oklahoma plays UCF for one year that it is a Big 12 matchup. Yeah. Um,
1: What was I saying?
4: Mordecai, you watched him play seven touchdowns.
1: Mm, I had something else to say.
4: Uh it's nice to. Uh, here's a shake away. Cue my music. What was I gonna say? I don't know.
1: I have to go back and listen.
4: I. <laughs> uh it's nice that they stuck to a, a game plan and actually executed it with Braylon Allen, 140 yards. Yeah, look at look at what happens when you do. I'm bad that. for a kid from Fondy. No. All right, that's that's my third shake away.
1: Oh, so um, sometimes when I do CBS, mm-hmm. what happens uh, is sometimes people think that they like they don't know when local programming is on or when when it's national CBS. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people listen and they think they're listening to their local guy. And I was getting blasted from some people, um, in Ohio. And this one account was like questioning me. <laughs> They're like, "How does how does Bart Winkler show not know?" Like, because I guess this Penn State quarterback's from Ohio, and
4: yeah, so knew Penn State suck. Penn State quarterback was from Ohio, and the Ohio State quarterback was from Pennsylvania.
1: So, but I was talking about how I think of the three, I go. Coming into the game, because I was on during the game, I go, Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State. Oh, and yeah, then even, after, even just after the game, I mentioned like one time, I go, yeah, coming into this game, I thought Penn State actually would go in there and win. But just something so innocuous like that. And then people from Ohio are like, why is this guy on, you know, Sports Talk 880? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Ohio. I'm not, I'm not pro-Ohio State. Not, actually, I actually hate not. Ohio State.
4: It's the local Ohio State post game show with Bart Winkler.
1: I was rooting for Penn State. I don't like Ohio State.
4: I don't like Ohio State either, but I was kind of rooting for Penn State just because I want to be that team. If somehow the Badgers can win next week. I want to be. I want So you were, to be you were rooting for Ohio State. You were for Ohio State. Kind of. I was just hoping for a good game. Kind of. It was actually a boring game.
1: Well, because Penn State couldn't do shit.
4: And then, and then that, and then that, the game after that, Minnesota and Iowa. Holy cow! Yeah, uh, I don't feel bad for Iowa. I didn't think it could get worse for Iowa after last week, but oh boy!
1: So, are you? Do you have Big Ten West title aspirations?
4: I, I mean, sh- sure to go get our butt kicked by Michigan. I mean,
1: is winning the Big Ten West something we want to do? Not according to me. So we are, but the Badgers control their own destiny, right? They do.
4: They do. It's back in their hands. But they have to beat Ohio State, though. I think it's going to flip flop a couple more times. So, and then we'll enter a third team into the into the Big Ten West, like you know Minnesota. They won again.
1: Well, Iowa doesn't play anybody. They play Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois, Nebraska. We've got Ohio State, so Mm -hmm. we're not. We won't get in. We
4: won't get in. Um, and even if we see. do, like, why? I know. But I'll get excited and maybe go to that game.
1: Although next beginning. year, next year, you know, if it was set up this way, we would but have a not. shot for the playoffs. But I know next year they're they're getting rid of East and West and going so back to legends and leaders.
4: This, this could be the last time they're <laughs> they're in the Big Ten title game for quite a while. Can you remember off the top of your head who was in Legends and Leaders? Okay, you had I I don't don't ask me which one they were. I believe the Badgers were the Legends. Wasn't it? The M's and the I's were in one. Yeah. Michigan, Michigan
1: State, Minnesota, Illinois, Indiana, and Iowa. And then uh and then Iowa. Maybe
4: Iowa and Purdue and then it was it was no, it,
1: Iowa. It was Iowa, Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota, Nebraska, Northwestern. Okay, so the M's and the N's, and then Iowa.
4: We
3: I, had
1: Ohio State, Penn State, Purdue, Indiana, Illinois,
4: and that was the
1: tougher one. Legends and leaders. <laughs>
4: fucking stupid conference. When you could have easily just done East and West, which or nothing, at all. True. nothing True. at all. Nothing at all. Nothing True. at all. Nothing at all.
1: So, all right. Well, what's what's your big plans for the weekend? Well, Is it like a whole weekend? Or are you doing Friday? Yeah, I'm and going then... I'm
4: going up to Madison Friday. Going to do the whole Saturday. All you going to go to
1: like explore places like the zoo or? The...
4: No, no, okay. no. I'm staying downtown. Hmm. Should we? Should we? Should I keep a running tally? How many people run into me? I need a hat. I need a yeah. Hat. You need a badger hat. I'll get one. Don't worry. Yeah, you get recognized a lot in Madison. I guess. Is Q going to the game? Next time you talk to him, oh, maybe I'll join you Thursday after the Bucks game. Wow. You
1: got Friday off? No. Oh. I'll just take a nap. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bucks of the Sixers. You feeling good about them? Yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. The title run starts Thursday. Are you worried about Terry Stotts being mad after one? incident
4: no are you you got brought up on the show if if i did that to you, you yeah yeah would i leave no i wouldn't because you're a grown man i just and you understand your place
1: i know my place don't worry terry stodds didn't know his place well good gone get him out get him out of here okay i don't care you you mess with adrian you mess with Bucks Nation.
4: All right, let's go back to the Packers for one more second. So what, what what are what are we doing here? Are are we just hoping that they lose and get a high draft pick? No. No, 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 no. Or no, 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 do you want to see them win?
1: If they end up losing two games or, or winning just the two games and they're 2 and 15 mm-hmm. and they have a high draft pick, then mm-hmm. we cross that bridge. I don't yeah. I'm not yeah. rooting for them to lose. I'm not enjoy I'm not going to enjoy a tank i want to see this team get better sadly they all have to get better at the same time because i think i think gutta can screwed up i think they screwed up they're trying to build everybody young at the same time okay hey what what's the evaluation of our quarterback i don't know we don't even know like which of these guys on the offensive line is good and then if anybody he's throwing the ball to is good um so i don't know tim i i you're asking you're asking Jordan Love to do more than you should be asking a guy in this position to do. And that that's not that's not fair. Or maybe that's the, the maybe that's the design. They're the, maybe they're like, all right, if he's good or if he's bad, I don't care. We want a hall of fame quarterback. And if he can't do it, then we'll find another one. Maybe they have super high expectations.
4: Who knows? I would assume they do. I would assume they thought he could have just, you know, been in the system for three years. Well, then
1: why isn't why isn't Lafleur why is Lafleur coach like he's like they 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 coach this guy especially in the first half like he just won a contest from the stands and they don't want to startle yeah. him
4: too much. I, I the play, play the call, game the play calling is just it's horrendous. So I'm uh, yeah,
1: and then Lafleur he gets in these press conferences and he he thinks if he answers the questions a certain way they'll. The NFL will say, "Oh, okay, you you're having a hard time. You can mm-hmm. have to win.
4: Mm-hmm. Come on, man." Yeah, I don't know. I I I. It's just it's annoying. It's it's.
1: Well, and it's... we're so entitled to great success. I can't. I
4: can't. I can't handle it.
1: <laughs> Two and four. I've, I I I demand more.
4: You might move up in the season ticket holder list. Yeah. Good. After this year, so.
1: Because right now I'm on pace for when I'm 75. Okay. And I'll give them to my kid who told yeah. me yesterday, uh mm-hmm. I don't like football anymore. Oh
4: yeah, yeah. Like hello.
1: All right, Tim's talking. Yeah.
4: Alex Cordetti. Hi. She just had to say hello. I can't see her. I know. I'm in Denver with Kevin Holden. You should get him on the show. I will. All right, I've had enough of you. All right, well, I guess go Packers beat the Vikings.
1: Yeah, I got to watch that game while trick or treating. Ooh,
4: okay. I thought you were going to say while well, on doing eye on the NFL or something. No, I'm going to be that
1: loser dad that's on his phone. Are you? Do you get dressed up with
4: your child too, or do you just? Uh,
1: I throw on like. Random shit we have, but I I would I should have a costume.
4: What is Barty Junior. Um, dressing up as this year? Uh, Catboy. Okay. From PJ Mask Yep.
1: Oh, you know Catboy? Mm-hmm. well oh. Yeah, Catboy cruising through the night. Catboy. Catboy.
4: Oh oh oh. oh. Well, you have fun trick or treating with him during the game. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'll, I'll get you a recap of my vacation <laughs> of the bad. you like race. a vlog. Should I just like record stuff all weekend and then Yeah, do a vlog? You'll have to teach me how to do that. I got to do something I can post on my website. I never use someone on your, on your post game show asked if a former player could be a coach, like who, who could we get? Oh yeah. Yesterday? Leroy. Why is he not? Like, I don't know, not a head coach, but why is he not like coaching defensive backs or something? I I think think he's tried. I think he'd be a great coach. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know. So, Tim Shea,
1: go Brewers. I should also mention, uh, my, my Eagles. How about my Eagles getting a win in the Survivor contest? I guess if you got in our splash sports contest and you are not in anymore, you're unable to see how many people are left. I am out of the Survivor Revival pool. I took the Bills in that one, that was dumb. But I did take the Eagles in the Splash Sports one, and we are down to 18 people. 18 people left in this pool. Looks like 16 of you guys took the Seahawks. I took the Eagles, and then uh, one other guy took the Chiefs. So the slate for this week, if you're talking survivor pool, is not uh, is not that great. I think I may have to take either the Chargers at home against Tyson Bajin at the Bears on Sunday Night Football. They did not flex it. Or maybe the Lions at home against the Raiders. So either way, I'm defending, uh, depending on the outcome of an NFC team. Uh, there's a lot of good games, though. So if you are saving a team, um, you got... Well, I could have taken the Chiefs on the road, shit. Oh, well, I took them against the Jets, maybe? Yeah. Anyway, I'll probably take the Chargers and then get doubly mad when the Bears win on the road. Uh, but the Chargers need a dub. No, I'm going to take the Chargers. They need Are Chicago fans going to travel good to L.A.? Probably. They, they probably will. A couple of voicemails, and then we will get to Evan Heffelfinger. I have another one from Matt. This was last week, but it does apply, and I wanted to address it. So it does apply to the games that were happening. He left it when there were two baseball games going on on Thursday, and then two baseball games went on on Monday, and he left this. Hey,
6: Bart, it's me. Um, Kind
1: of
6: a general voicemail. Um, So I was just on my Yahoo Sports app Uh, just checking out some stuff uh, for the wild matchup against the Kings uh, tonight, tonight, 7 p.m., um, sorry, Valley Sports North. Valley Sports North, which we get. Um, today's episode, you said we get select wild games. That is false. We get all the wild games. When the Bucks play and the Wild play together, um, the Wild are on the backup Valley Sports channel. So um, you can be a complete Wild fan and watch every single game from the comfort of your Wisconsin home.
1: The Wild did lose that game, seven to three. Um, if you like sports. Um,
6: but uh, really what I'm getting at is baseball. Um, it just got out of work um, about ten minutes to five. And the NLCS is in the top of the fourth. and it's not even five o'clock. When did they start this game? like four o'clock Eastern? What the fuck is baseball doing? Everything they do is wrong, and questionable and stupid and like why this is the semifinals for the whole thing. And you're playing the game in the middle of a work day, uh, Like half the half, I don't even. Maybe more than half the country can't watch this game because they're working. I I I don't understand why you just wouldn't put it at seven o'clock, or six o'clock, or even five o'clock. But to be in the top of the fourth at four fifty-eight Central, we're in the middle of the fourth now. Unbelievable. Rob Manfred, just an idiot. He hates you, he hates me, he hates us all, and he needs
1: to go. That is an interesting talking point, um, and I don't know what's better. I think there was one year where Fox and FX, this was a long time ago, they they played both games at the same time, and people would complain that they couldn't watch both in full. So while one game starts at four our time and then the other seven, they could maybe go five, eight, six, nine, but nine's too late in the central time zone for those games in Texas to start, I think. Uh, maybe if there was a West Coast team in it, they might push it back. I like that there's afternoon baseball in the regular season. I don't mind some games being afternoon in the playoffs. Um, but to have a game seven at four in the afternoon is a bit odd. Uh, it, is a bit, it's, it is a bit odd. Uh, but I don't know. That is the further I'm going to go on baseball – because I am publishing this episode before the games were done, so any baseball thought you will have to uh, wait for. And I think that I think that's fair. If you if you came here for Astros and Rangers uh, breakdown, I really appreciate you. That's very nice, but you're not getting it. Matt had a call last week. Also, a lot of mad voicemails making the show today. Matt called about how coaches are stupid. Here is Brick in West Dallas. Hey, Bart. It's Brick. I'm in West Dallas.
7: I'm just calling because, you know, I got real, real hot this morning on I drive into work. was listen to Matt in the podcast, Anthony, and I comment about coaching. Dude has no idea what he's talking about. Um, before we even get to NFL coaches, to think that high school coaches are in it to make a quick buck is absolutely ridiculous. I coach high school football in the area, and if you do the math, I just did the math and I make less than four dollars an hour not including things like gas and other supplies that I need uh or that I donate to the program just completely stupid that that's all these guys are in it for they're just janitors looking to make a quick buck it's just just kind of picked me off this morning on my way to work at a high school as an educator so he can go shove it up as you know where anyway Matt in the Falls I just still love you great great guy great stuff but that comment was completely out of line, completely just boneheaded and stupid. Uh, the Now, I don't disagree that there's NFL coaches, MLB coaches, NHL coaches, whatever, at the highest level that don't deserve their jobs. Um, that's because at that highest level, you get all sorts of nepotism and cronyism. And, oh, we're hiring this guy because he coached under this guy who's good. You see it with the Belichick uh, air-coaching tree that they all suck. Uh, because the Shanahan coaching tree is so good for so long. And yeah, it's all it's all about who you know, and it's not an easy job by any means. It's a huge time drain, and time sucks. And then a lot of people don't quite understand just all that goes on on the sideline during a game, not excusing some of the boneheaded behavior by guys like Matt LaFleur or McDaniels or any of those guys. But there's a lot more going on, but they get paid a lot of money to be able to do it. So no excuses there, but. Just wanted to defend myself and my other fellow high school and possibly even youth coaches that do it, not because they're trying to make a quick buck. To try and make a quick buck coaching, you're a piece of shit. So that's not why we do it. That's not what it's there for. Um, and very few of us even want to go to the next level. We're happy where we're at. So have a great day, Bort. Um, that's what my phone has because I always try that code.
1: Anyway, have a great day. I have the day you deserve, especially you down in the fall I will say that every time I have coached soccer, uh, it's been for one of two reasons. To coach the team that was going to play at the high school because my dad couldn't legally coach them in the summer. So I, quote unquote, coach them. Or for cash. So. I'm just one guy, though. The NBA is starting Tonight. Assuming that's when the day you're listening, we've got, uh, two games. This is uh fantastic. We got two games here and I forgot who, I know the, the, the suns play the warriors and the Lakers play Denver. Okay. Yeah. On Tuesday night and TNT put out a graphic of NBA starts and it was Steph Curry who plays Mm -hmm. LeBron plays um kd plays and then jason tatum was in the graphic and and they so they say the nba starts here's here's three of the four teams and instead of Jokic for the obvious fourth in the graphic they put in jason tatum of the boston celtics and i have to think that you like me evan heffelfinger have been uh just a little confused about how we lose drew get dame celtics get drew and that means they're better than us I, I don't quite know
2: it's one of the things that has pissed me off a lot since the trade is you know the into, i mean the narrative was drew just wasn't enough and the national media kept saying you know oh look at the way that he's struggling in the playoffs and then immediately he goes to a team that is arguably not as deep, doesn't have the star talent that the Bucks have. And apparently now they're this juggernaut. I don't understand it. Drew is a great player. I'm going to miss him a ton. He is a pretty good fit for them, but they don't just magically get leaps and bounds better. He's a... Better Marcus Smart. Well, I think he's a much better Marcus Smart. Much, much better. And if there's an NBA player I hate, it's Marcus Smart.
1: So. Well, Marcus Smart, I think, got, like, he was defensive player of the year. Why? Shouldn't have been. And did you see the NBA GM polls where it's, like, best defensive player last year, a few votes for Drew. But then now that he's a Celtic, many votes for Drew. I yeah. just think the whole thing for me is this 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 narrative and it is a narrative, but whatever mm-hmm. it is, it doesn't deal in logic. The fact that I, 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 I try to ask people uh, in the NBA when I do these or that cover it when I'm on air is I try to ask people why, why you like, you know, you're biased towards the Celtics. Why? Right. Why? Why? And I tell them. What if the Bucs kept Drew and the Celtics added Dame? I mean, then all of a sudden you think like the Celtics, they they would stop. They wouldn't hold a season. They would just give them the <laughs> ring. <but laughs> we get Dame and then they go, oh, yeah, well, defensively. So now we're being judged that we don't have the most perfect team of all time. Um, also, the depth thing, like the Bucks' depth, I think, is as good as it's been. During this run, absolutely. Campaign. Here's the depth. The second unit. I'll read the second units for uh, us and the Celtics. Campaign, Pat Connaughton, Marjan, Jay Crowder, and Bobby. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's the second unit. Theirs would be Peyton Pritchard, Lamar Stevens, Sam Hauser, uh, O'Shea
2: Brissett. And then they don't have a backup center.
1: Well, Horford, I guess. If they start Porzingis. Because their depth chart on ESPN, the what I'm looking at, it's Drew, Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Porzingis. And then their second unit is well, Pritchard, Brown. T- they, they they don't like they're I said Lamar Stevens, but they go shooting guard white, brown, Drew Holiday, Peyton Pritchard. That's not how depth works. You no. can't you're gonna look at that and say, look at the Celtics depth. You can't say, "Oh, look at the depth. It's just our starters in different positions." Right. They, they don't have as many guys as we do. And I just th- like logically, the Bucks depth is better than Boston's. The starters are better than Boston's. Dame is better than Drew. But because it says
2: Boston on the shirt, e we're mm-hmm. we're, we're we're small market bitching about it. And I wonder if that's part of the reason is they just want to get the small markets to start bitching and complaining about it. Uh, But it's, it is, I mean, there's no doubt you can't even argue that it's that large market size media bias. And that's the thing that annoys me is in any league, there's no league like the NBA where you can be an international megastar, even in the smallest of markets. Like, look at Giannis right now. He's been in Milwaukee 11 years. He is on his fifth signature shoe. He had a movie made about his life. He's in advertisements everywhere. You can't go anywhere without people knowing his name, even if they can't pronounce it. It's a time more now than ever, especially with social media, that you can be a big market name without being in a New York or a Boston or a Los Angeles. And at this point, why would you want to be in New York? Those teams suck right now. Did you hear my
1: story that I saw him at my kids swimming? No. Yeah, he was there with his two kids.
2: Nice.
1: And he was in the class before us, and, like, he was talking to some guys, and, um, you know, I think just, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But people pretty much left him alone. I mean, everyone was on their phone being like, oh, my God, fucking Giannis is here. Oh, absolutely. People pretty much left him alone, and I don't, like – he's
2: you don't get that anywhere else no you're getting swarms of people i feel like i mean is it that midwestern niceness to the, like we just like oh i bet you he's a busy guy we don't wanna we don't wanna go and talk to him we'll just let him be
1: but maybe there's a little more like respect like i don't i don't know yeah. who 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 at that swimming class that day would be like chasing clout for ig selfies.
2: Right, or like going out of their way if he's at a restaurant to like run up to him and talk shit about him, like, talk like you know, like that would happen in New York. You're gonna get some crazed Knicks fan go. Run I guess if I, I guess if I him. saw
1: Matt Lafleur in public, I
2: would tell him he's a bitch. Oh, I, most definitely. Yesterday <laughs> I just proved it. <laughs> What a despicable
1: I, I watched his interview with Larry McCarron, and he's, like, crying the whole time. He's always got
2: tears in his eyes. That's a that's a red flag, man. Not to mention, I mean, we could talk for a long time about the Packers and Matt LaFleur. He's the worst. I've fully accepted it at this point that he is the worst.
1: Well, welcome to my army.
2: i are an anti-Lafleur Ange- the- army. The problem me and my roommate uh, Alex have is, name a good coach. The coaching in the NFL right now and decision making is horrible. Probably worst it's ever been. Honestly.
1: It, so. And they can't get away with it anymore because we all play Madden.
2: <laughs> yeah, we all do, we all do fantasy football. We do Madden. Yeah. We're smart. Yeah, we we know you could argue the average person knows more about the Xs and Os than they ever have right now.
1: Speaking of uh coaching, I again, I Bucks are going to lace him up on uh Thursday against the Sixers. And do you think by that time like what what stage of grief will they be in about Terry Stotts getting slightly scolded one time and then saying I quit? <laughs>
2: I mean, I feel like as adults and competitors, they're gonna see that and be like, all right, yeah, that was a red flag, good riddance. We don't, we don't need that right now. Cause I mean, it's not. If like Adrian Griffin
1: says, hey dude, get over here. We're doing
2: a coaching thing.
1: Yeah. And then Terry Stats says, no, I want to do this. And then Terry Stats leaves, are the players going to be like, like if you're in the NBA, are you more like. Well, geez, uh, Terry Stotts. Terry, who who in the NBA is gonna say like Terry Stotts? I'm I'm I would have done what he did. He's man, he did the right thing. No.
2: no, nobody, nobody. And I feel like that's the biggest reason why Terry Stotts hasn't had a job since he got fired or quit or let go or whatever it was. There,
5: he, why are we
1: reacting all of a sudden like Damian Lillard and Terry Stotts were like two long lost brothers reuniting.
2: Like, yeah, there was familiarity, but it's not like they were best friends. (laughs) There's a reason that he wasn't the coach there anymore.
1: Yeah, they spent a long time together. That'd be like uh, if Giannis went somewhere and then Jason Kidd was on the staff. Would that be good?
2: No. I mean, well, Giannis has loyalty almost to a fault sometimes where he was defending Jason Kidd. When all of us, uh, just going back to how smart we are as fans, obviously, we realize how messed up Jason Kidd made Giannis, where he made him question every single jump shot that he took. Yeah. He made him stop taking jump shots. I'm sure he did some great things with like his playmaking abilities, but if you look at Giannis's shooting form, his rookie season, compared to now – it's night and day, and it is a hundred percent because of Jason Kidd, and I will never forgive him for that.
1: I don't want to be anti-coaching guy. I hate being that, but I wanted Kidd fired. I wanted Bud fired. I want Lafleur fired. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe they need a new voice, but I'd rather have Council back than not.
2: I just you're not going to get a manager better than Council. Council makes some boneheaded decisions sometimes, and I say that as a Council apologist, but I just don't think you're going to get anyone better than him or someone that has that kind of respect in the locker room.
1: What do you miss most about uh,
2: the radio? Oh, that's tough. I miss a lot of things. It's something that I talked to my girlfriend a lot about because. Is it are... about
1: needing to sign out at six o'clock, but being made to work until six thirty? 30. Yeah.
2: Um, is it the. Needing a college degree to earn $9 an hour? <laughs> Is it the paying my dues for three years just to get fired for uh, budget reasons? But no, I, I do legitimately miss it. I love talking to the community. I love kind of being this like hub of sports talk. I mean, it, I grew up listening to it. i It was a dream come true to be a part of it. And I do miss it, especially on, like, games where it's great. The days where I really don't miss it are after, like, a tor- a terrible Brewers loss where I would already be pissed off, and then I have to listen to other people be pissed off and Tim Allen be pissed off, and it just wouldn't be a great time.
1: Do you believe in the Dame curse that since he came here, everything's gone to shit? No. <laughs> And if that was the trade off, I would still make it. I would have. You mean you mean the Packers are going to have an existential crisis? The Brewers are going to get bounced in a shitty way. The Badgers are going to lose to Iowa, and we get Dame. Uh, Yeah, what more do you want? (laughs) Right, pack the wave. I don't
2: care. I'm I'm fully on board with it. I, I mean, Brewers are my number one and always will be. But we are in the golden age of Bucks basketball. We should be appreciating this right now we should be doing everything we can to get another ring because we might not win another one in my lifetime. So.
1: So they have to win with these two. I mean, they have to
2: literally have to. And I think the have to has to come sooner rather than later. Well, I mean, Dame is 33 and sure. His game is going to age really well because shooting will get you a contract anywhere. I mean, look at how long Steve Novak played he can hardly put a sentence together on TV. So, um, (laughs) sorry, Steve. He's
1: not a big book reader.
2: He also doesn't like, um, BLM flags outside of the whitefish Bay library, but that's a, that's another thing. They got a nice library right there on Marlboro drive. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Chris Chris is only going to get older. You worry how much he has left in his knees. Um, and I say that as a, a very big James Christian Middleton fan. Yeah. Um, I I was almost looking forward to when Drew, Chris, and Brooks contracts were up. Not because I want to see them go, but I wanted to see what John Horse could do with like $80 million in cap space in putting a team together. Could he have done better than this? No. I
1: mean, he swindled two organizations with one pick for six years from now and (laughs) controlled the whole
2: trade. Right. And that's the thing is, so Giannis is signing his extension. He's said it. um, He said it, and also, even from a, like, non,
1: I can go to swimming and, you know, fat Bart won't bother me, but he, like,
2: what what, what better situation is he going to be in than this? He was always going to. That's the thing. Nothing has pissed me off more besides the Drew being a demigod thing than <laughs> every every single year when Giannis gets asked these questions. And because he's a great guy and a great interviewer, he's going to answer this question every year. The answer's been the same that as long as the organization and I are on the same page on winning, I will be here. And we've never, ever been in doubt or in jeopardy of that not being true. So I, I it's just, it's it annoys me to no end that all these people are like, oh, he's going to leave unless they make this big move. No, it's just making sure that they put a competitive team out on the court and that they don't have any lazy players or guys who are just there for the paycheck. They're all there to win. He's going to stay here forever as long as we get him – Winners. It doesn't even have to be amazing talent. It's just winners.
1: So I don't even know like what would s- so injuries, obviously. And I don't want to mm-hmm. even say that uh as a preventative jinx, but the one thing, like, so I, I'm team griff over team stats. I would agree. But if there's anything that you can say and look at the Bucks and say, Oh, well, this is like you could say they have a first year head coach. But nobody's saying that. Everyone's saying depth, which is good. game mm-hmm. who's great. Mm-hmm. Nobody's pointing out the first-year head coach. And I, I don't know how much of an impact that will have. There is some aspect of just let these guys play uh, to it. But, you know, they do have to. And it looks like in the preseason, if we garner anything, defense is more of a priority uh, mm-hmm. than maybe before. Um, you know, we'll keep floating to try to figure out who the best option is the fit starter is. Uh, and that'll be a fun talking point that's kind of irrelevant. But I don't – other than, like, injury or just some bullshit shooting, like, that's the thing. These guys have to make their shots. You know, you can give it to Jay Crowder in the preseason, but he's got to knock it down. If you're creating space for them, they have to make their shots. So, make or miss league is probably the same bullshit I'll be saying if they get bounced Uh oh, against somebody. I hear you 100%. Something happened. Uh, I'll, I'll pause it. All right. And I think, I think you're good. Um, I was just saying that the three point shooting needs to connect mm-hmm. and really it's going to be up to like, I really, I really, I don't know how they don't, if they don't win, <laughs> I mean, it just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't imagine what new level of hell will be upon us if they don't win a championship here this year, not well, to, not to overshoot my expectations
2: that's the thing too is realistically what more can you do especially with the new uh luxury tax rules what more can you do yeah i i think if there is a bucks curse or a dame's curse it's the three-point shooting curse what is it with getting people here that are career marksmen and then they can't make a three-pointer
1: well, now some of these guys, I guess they were talking a little on the broadcast. Like, they got to get used to – there's going to be more open threes. Yeah. So sometimes people are like, all right, I can shoot a three. But then when you're so open, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm naked. Yeah, that's where you get in your own head. So maybe it's a hindrance. We should just trade – why don't we give Dame to Boston? Yeah. We'll get Drew back. Everything there's will go back a, to normal.
2: A one for one.
1: Yeah, then we'll have the best player in the league. Right. Uh, and then – and then everything will work out. So if they don't win a championship, the top reasons will be one would be injury. Injury. Two would be a bullshit series against the Celtics where they make everything and we miss. Mm-hmm. Three would have to be Griff isn't the guy. Griff fucks it up. Four would probably be a new strand of COVID. Uh <laughs> brings the league back into a bubble. Yeah. And Bucks Polio came over comes there. back. Yeah. Polio comes back. Um Four would be the NBA Cup is so successful that once the Bucks win that, they won't give a shit about the actual Larry O.B.
2: I still – I am so <laughs> confused by this in-season tournament. I know that I'm going to hate it. Like, are the Stars even going to play in it? Is there that much of an incentive besides, like, getting a little extra money?
1: Uh, the Warriors said they, they're going to go – they're gonna go for it, and I text my brother and I said, uh, "Looks like your expectations have changed." <laughs> and he didn't respond. Wow, how dare he? He's gonna he's gonna have four NBA rings and one NBA cup,
2: <laughs> fucking yeah. ribbon, participation trophy, or certificate.
1: No, oh, I I mean I like I like the ingenuity and the uh, you know the innovativeness of it, but he's trying to do something with English soccer that you just don't have the yeah. infrastructure for here. So
2: I guess it'll be what
1: the players make of it. If they, if they get a, if they get into it and get us into it, it'll be fun. And if they think it's stupid, which they probably will, then we'll think it's stupid.
2: In my opinion. And I'm just coming up with this on the fly. They should emerge with the big three and had it be a big three tournament where each team just throws a three on three in there.
1: Yeah. Something different.
2: Cause if we're just watching them play, an actual game—it's kind of like, a, okay, is this a regular season game? But then they're going to go play a final separate. Yeah, I I don't
1: like that. I, well, that's why I think what's best for the league is that some bullshit team wins it.
2: Yeah, bad team needs to win it. I really don't mind that. I don't want it to be if it's not the Bucks. I don't want it to be the Celtics or the heat or Sixers or
1: do you want the Bucks to win it? I don't know if I do.
2: Absolutely. Cause I feel like if it's not this year, how are they going to improve the team next year?
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't, we keep thinking big picture. Like maybe that was, maybe that's why Terry Stotts was too focused on the Larry O'Brien and Griff was like, we need to win this cup. I need to start stacking titles. I'm a rookie head coach.
2: 414-799-1250.
1: Because if Griff wins that NBA Cup, he can be the rest of the year. They'll say he has championship pedigree. <laughs> he may be a rookie
2: coach, but this guy is a proven winner. Or he's coasting off of past success. Mm. Yeah. I One thing, sorry to cut you off. One I wasn't going to say anything. One thing that I am more excited about this year than I think I have been the entire Giannis tenure is we have a kind of good squad of young players. Like yeah, Marjan, I think he could end up being a pretty decent NBA player if he keeps his confidence up. That's the only thing that's hurting him is his confidence. If he's rolling, he's rolling. If not, he's... Not great, he's like a Rashad Vaughn, but I think there are some other players like Andre Jackson. I could honestly see him being like the starting two guard by the end of the year or next year. He's he's like a mini Draymond, he does everything he can defend, he can pass, he can rebound. His shooting isn't great, but he's he's a smart basketball player and he makes everybody on the court better with him being there. You have some really interesting two-way guys. Like Ty Ty looked incredible in the postseason. His playmaking looked really good. His shot looked good. I think that you could see him be a potential, like, real contract player. A.J. Green, we could develop to be like a Kyle Korver, or at the very worst, maybe like a Jason Capono. Um. Chris Livingston is kind of a wild card. You somehow make a deal with his agents to pick him last.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that.
2: Then you give him a – Remember we were talking about that on the graph show? It's so weird. But I I love the fact that a player like that wants to come here. We gave him a four-year contract, which doesn't happen for second-round picks. They know he's a project, but he has all the intangibles to be a really great player. He's a wild card in all of this. I just, the the talent that they have off the bench and younger is better than it's ever been, which I think is something to be really excited about because, yeah, we have a great starting five, the core four, but we have some young guys that are going to be really fun to watch.
1: I am excited for the season. Mm-hmm. I am excited to get rolling. Post-game show, first one Thursday night against the Sixers. Um, any other sports takes that you want to get off your chest? Uh, and I think uh, we can all wish Evan Heffelfinger a happy birthday. Oh,
2: thank you. Uh, how old are you? 27? Twenty-seven. we'll see if I join the twenty-seven club this year. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> don't 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 start learning guitar. No, too
1: you can late. play guitar, can't yeah. you?
2: Yeah. Too late. Oh fuck! But I'm a righty. I'm not a lefty. So, When's your next gig? Thursday. Oh, where? We're playing my sister's college, uh, their bingo night. During the Bucks opener? Yeah. I, I. It was supposed to be last Thursday. They canceled it. How do you play a bingo night? I don't know. <laughs> All I know is I'm getting $100. <laughs> and I get to embarrass my sister by wearing a Nacho Libre costume. Look at you. Yeah, I I mean I'm gonna have my phone sitting there and watch it while we play because I'm not missing that game. I'm not gonna miss James Harden throwing a fit. He ain't playing it, is he? No. I the last thing that I saw this morning is it's unlikely he plays. But also, what is he doing? Why don't they just trade him beat already? I'm serious. Start over (laughs) the process part two. Well, the process part one's gotten them nothing, and it will continue to give them nothing. They're not and now this year more than ever. The, the they got they're in such a the gap is so wide mm-hmm. between them and us two. Tobias Harris thinking that he's a multiple-time all-star, and Bede thinking that he is the second coming of Jesus Christ, James Harden thinking that he's still a megastar. I that team is in disarray. Tyrese Maxey might be their most normal player that they have.
1: Can I tell you my since you brought up Tobias? Can I tell you my DraftKings best ball team? Of course. Um, so the I, I did like 10 football ones and I'm getting fucking murdered in all of them. <laughs> and then I did a best ball team. I couldn't get Giannis, I didn't have a high enough pick. Sure, Lillard, Drew, Chris, Tobias, Brooke. Christian Wood, Portis, Brogdon, Mamu, Grayson, Dante, Marjan, Beasley, Payne, Connaughton, Crowder. <laughs> that is – I just gave these guys money. I said, here, take money. I,
2: hey, when Sandro Mamoukelejvili is most improved player this year, you will be racking in the Benjamins. A lot of guys I still wish we had. Sandro, Wood. I loved Sandro. I thought he was a very fun player to watch. The problem with him is you don't know what position he is because he's too small to be a center, too slow and not powerful enough to be a power forward. But he was a great passer, decent shooter, good rebounder. He was fun to watch. I wish we had Christian Wood. I know that's (laughs) you've been on that for years. But also, what's wrong with him that he couldn't get a contract? Well, he's bad.
1: You think so? You know who's uh, not going to be bad? There will be a time this season where they say, uh, Giannis, the second best Kumpo for the Bucks tonight. Grit's <laughs> going to let the nasty play, man. I think so. And I'm
2: all for it. Why not? He's there. It's energy. It's energy. It's enthusiasm. I mean, if he makes a layup, use him in the would... playoffs. If you need a spurge of energy, use him in the playoffs. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, he has six fouls for a reason. Let him use all of them. Yeah, I don't care. Just swarm them. Smack them. Do whatever you want with him out there. I, I'm all for that. I love some... I love Thanasis. And for everyone saying that it's kind of bullshit that he has a spot on the roster, who would you rather have as your 15th man?
1: Yeah, we got to stop worrying about
2: our 15th man. And Thanasis would be a rotation NBA player on quite a few teams, and I'm confident in that. He's not great, but you need that kind of contagious energy out on the court. And he's a bulldozer. I mean, he's going to get a dunk every time he plays. He's going to play swarming defense. He's going to hype up everybody on the court. It's very valuable to have that i agree with you you know we're on the right side of history here i would agree for more more reasons than
1: one evan um enjoy your bingo night thank you i do wish to speak with you more often
2: you are always welcome i i need to make a better effort of it the audiences miss you is that true i don't know you guys are hey you remember evan (laughs) remember that guy who took his shirt off all the time at the fan
1: yeah this is the other one besides me (laughs) this is the guy i did it with Mm -hmm. i love you happy birthday love you too thank you very much oh this will conclude the uh episode okay i have to say that because sometimes it rolls into a new episode
2: Mm -hmm. it's
1: part of the new setup for the for blue wire. I noticed
2: that from last week's where it like, it played like a blue wire, like feature at the, like the last 20 minutes of one of your episodes or something. Yeah.
1: So I'm just telling you, this is the end. Okay. Um, if you do listen
2: to the next thing, I get money. So (laughs) I got you. I listened. (laughs) Do I remember what was said? Not really. Uh, like, I love being a 40-year-old whore. Look. Sometimes it's fun to be a slut. You you can say that you're still in your hoe phase at 40. I am in my hoe era. There's something kind of exhilarating about that. I'd sell out. Yeah, that's
1: the whole point. Mhm. All right, see you buddy. All right, see
2: ya.